Welcome to Style Your Mind, a podcast for women who are ready to choose themselves, become their own permission slip, and create a life and career they're obsessed with. I'm your host, Carol Alba-Leba, best-selling author of Girl Code and more, master life coach, and mentor to women entrepreneurs. I am obsessed with women on the edge of change, and I've worked with hundreds of women around the world to help them curate a gorgeous mind and a fabulous life. Join me each week for empowering conversations and actionable tools you can use right now to design your thoughts, step into your power, and fulfill your potential. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hi, ladies, and welcome back to the show. You are listening to Style Your Minds, and I am your host, Kara Alwa-Leba. Okay, so personal branding, I feel like, is a beast of a topic, and it's like, I feel like the term personal branding is kind of one of those like buzzword terms that people throw it around. A lot of coaches talk about it. A lot of people will write books on it and sell you courses on it, and I wanted to kind of break it down and make it digestible for you guys who may be confused, maybe not understanding the difference between a personal brand and your business that you're growing or what a personal brand even is. So I'm going to really just kind of make it simple and give you guys some actionable tips that you can do and you can take with you this weekend if you want and start applying them to your world. So a personal brand, essentially, the way that I like to describe it is like your style of doing things, right? It's the way that you show up in the world. It's the way that you dress. It's the way that you speak. It's the way that you make others feel. It's essentially the way that you do life and the way that you do business. So when you think of me, right, and if you have followed me for a while, you know my brand is the Champagne Diet. You know who I am. You know everything that I stand for, the way that I present myself. You know that you probably automatically think of Champagne (laughs) because of the Champagne Diet, but you probably also think of a woman that empowers other women. You think of a woman that loves the good things in life and luxury and loves to feel good. Um, A woman who empowers herself and empowers others. Like There are certain things that come to mind probably when you think of my personal brand. So I want you to think about your personal brand and the way that you present yourself at work and in your life and in your relationships. And how do you think people perceive you? Like, take a minute and start to think, like, how do I think I show up in this world, right? And then I want you to think, the next question is, how do I want to show up in this world? How do I want to be known, right? What do I want people to think of me? What do I want people to associate me with? Now, I think a lot of people assume that personal brands are something that have to be, like, created by this, like, major marketing team, and there has to be, like, you know, websites involved and fonts and color schemes, and all that stuff is great, and all that stuff does come into play, I think, as you start to really build it out. But the core of a personal brand is really just deciding that you want to have control over the way people perceive you. Because here's the thing, people are going to perceive you and make judgments about you no matter what. They're going to form an opinion of you. They are going to think of things that remind them of you, or they're going to think things when they see you walk into a room or when they meet you for the first time. And you're not going to have a whole lot of control over that if you're not actively 
and being actively creating your brand and being intentional about it every single day, right? It's like a day-to-day thing. It's a daily commitment to have control over your personal brand. So the beauty of building a personal brand and being aware of this and being aware of how you want to show up and taking the reins and taking control is that you can have somewhat of a say in the way that people perceive you. Now, we know we can't control everyone, right? People are going to have judgments. People are only going to be able to get to a certain point with you and, and see you based on their own experiences in the world. That's that's just a fact, and we know that. But there are certain things that you can do to kind of get ahead of that, and that's those are the tips that I want to share with you today. So I want you to... Grab a pen and paper if you have one. You can put me on pause and go get your notebook or you can just kind of make a mental note of these tips. They're gonna be short and sweet um, because I want you guys to actually take action on them and I don't want you to feel overwhelmed by this. But the first thing that I want you to do is create a vision for your personal brand. And I would love it if you wrote this down and you wrote it in like story form. So me, for example, I may say, you know, uh, the story of my personal brand is that I am a woman who lives in New York City. I love fashion. I love style. I love to look good. Uh, I love champagne. I love luxury. I love taking care of myself. I love empowering other women to do their best in life. I love teaching women to show up for themselves, to be assertive, to be confident, to go after whatever it is that they want. You know, it's just really writing this this narrative of the way that you are showing up in the world. It's thinking about what your values are, what's important to you, right? I mean, and it's, again, it's everything. I think the fun part about creating this vision is that you can get really creative with it. Like, I, I take it, like, really far. <laughs> like... Uh, you know, I drink this kind of champagne or I wear these kind of shoes and I do these things. And it's almost like it's kind of cool because if you really start to like actively cultivate your brand, you can start to change things in your life and like create goals around who you are becoming. And when I say who you're becoming, I don't want you to think that this is like turning into somebody that you're not because you guys know I don't believe that. If you've read like She Owns the Place, that's my latest book. I like the last chapter is like, you know, it's all about like coming back to who you truly are at the core and who you always have been, because I do believe that we have the woman inside of us that we really are meant to be like she's always there. She's she's just waiting to be unlocked and unearthed. So when you think about your personal brand, think about like getting to her, getting to that woman that you know you can be, that you know you really are deep down, but maybe there's some stuff in the way. Maybe there are some limiting beliefs in the way. Maybe there are some self-imposed barriers in the way of like why you think you can't be that person. But your personal brand should be somebody that you're proud of. You should be showing up in a way that feels authentic, that feels aligned, that feels good. You know, my panelists and I were talking, I think we all kind of hit this point in our in our talk. Being someone else is exhausting. Trying to be somebody you're not is really exhausting. It's really draining. Giving yourself permission to just be who you really are deep down and who you really want to be deep down is so liberating. So I want you to spend some time this weekend, if you can, creating your personal brand, creating the vision for your personal brand, okay? Then I want you to ask yourself if you're acting in alignment with that vision, So are you showing up the way that woman would show up? Are you dressing like her? Are you speaking like her? Are you initiating things in the workplace like she would? Are you treating your clients the way she would? Are you, you know, are are you being that woman? Are you in alignment with that vision that you have for yourself? And I want to stress that this goes for 
no matter what industry you're in. So if you are in corporate and you're building a corporate career, this 100% applies to you. If you are a stay-at-home mom and you are creating your mark in the world by raising an incredible family, this absolutely applies to you. If you are an entrepreneur and you're building a business, this applies to you. Your personal brand will travel with you throughout your entire life, no matter what you're doing for work, whether you're working or not, or whatever it is, you have a personal brand and you have control over it. It's going to evolve. It's going to change. It's going to grow. And that's a good thing. You want it to. You don't want to be the same girl you were at 10 years old, right? You want to keep growing and keep evolving into this incredible woman. So remember that you have control over this personal brand and it's going to travel with you no matter what you're doing. So this is not just for you know, entrepreneurs. This is not just for somebody with a business. This is the relationships you have, the way that you are interacting with people in Starbucks in the morning. When you get your morning coffee, you know, are you walking in there and being warm and friendly and helpful and smiling and chatting up the baristas and making people feel good? You know, maybe you don't want to do that. (laughs) I like to do that. I like to show up as a really kind person in the world. That's very important to me. That's one of my values is to make others feel seen. That is something that makes me so fulfilled and happy. And I think about that in all my interactions, even if I'm in a bitchy mood and I'm in Walgreens and I'm not feeling it, I will still say, good morning, how are you? Thank you so much. Those little things make a massive, massive impact. Okay, the next step I want you to do is what I call an audit of your digital footprint. And that essentially means Googling yourself, seeing how you show up online. So The thing is this, when we do things online and we are, you know, somehow we're putting something out on our own behalf, whether it's like a Facebook profile picture or, you know, something that we include in our Twitter bio or whatever, that's there for a long, long time. That stuff doesn't really go away. Uh, When we do things like if we're published in a, you know, on a website, if we write an article, that stuff doesn't really go away. So the bad news is once it's online, it's online. But the good news is you can create more noise for yourself online to kind of override all the stuff that's currently there. So I want you to Google yourself and see what comes up. Is there an old Twitter account from like 2009 that you haven't used? Can you delete that? Are there, you know, Facebook photos of you like doing shots in Cancun in like 2011 that like you could just get rid of? Because people are going to see these things. And if you have, you know, if you were a party girl like 10 years ago, that's fine. Don't worry about it. Don't be embarrassed about it. Don't stay stuck on that. But start to now you know, evolve your personal brand and start to show up differently. If you want to be perceived as a professional and you want people to pay you a lot of money to do what you love to do, you got to start creating some new stuff about yourself online. So I would advise you to do a check on yourself, Google yourself, get rid of anything that doesn't feel good, that doesn't feel aligned and start creating things. So if you have a website, for example, Start blogging, start getting some articles up, start, you know, if you use LinkedIn, start posting things on LinkedIn, you know, update your Instagram bio, make sure that it reflects who you are, update your personal bio on your website if you have one. I mean, that's big to me. I'm constantly updating that because I'm constantly doing new things. So if you spoke at a present at a conference, if you gave a presentation somewhere, if you won an award, if you were published on a website that you're proud of, like put that stuff online and continue to update it. Because I can tell you one thing for me that's like a personal pet peeve is when I Google someone and they have like all these abandoned social media accounts that like they haven't posted on in years or just clean it up, clean it up. Do an audit of your digital footprint. 
I do want to thank you guys so much for tuning in as always. I hope that you found this episode to be valuable and helpful. If you did, please share it with someone that you think may love it. And as always, thank you guys so much for listening and for leaving me reviews on iTunes. I just checked the other day. I have like hundreds and hundreds of five-star reviews and you have no idea how happy that makes me. This podcast is truly a labor of love. It's a passion project for me. So knowing that you guys are really enjoying it means the world to me. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm so glad we got to spend this time together and I truly appreciate your listenership. If you loved this episode, please consider leaving me a review on iTunes so more women can find this podcast. For more on me, you can visit thechampagnediet.com. I'm also on Instagram at thechampagnediet and you can find all my books on Amazon just by searching my name. Till next time, cheers. Cheers.